Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 103 overall, or season three, episode three. I am Britt. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. I'm Sean. And we are back together again because we are just blitzing through our ratings. We are so excited to be bringing this to you guys as a group. Uh, but first, let's start where we always start. Who's got a beer? I have the beer. All right, Sean, that, that's a collective arts can. That is collective arts. Which one? It is Ransack the Universe. I love this beer, which makes me sad because really? I'm not drinking this beer. Yes. This is a good beer. This is my favorite of the collective arts. Bush. Oh. Uh, that was just a little splatter. That's fine. That this happens. is my favorite. This is their their, their double IPA. Um, this is my favorite of theirs. They are currently, they're based out of Canada, Toronto, I believe. But they are brewing in Stratford as part of a exchange with Two Roads. Hashtag sponsor us. But they're building a facility in Brooklyn. Really? Yes. They're building their own brewing facility in Brooklyn. They have really taken hold here in the States. So they are... Um, have they been around for a while? I believe so, up there. And one of the cool things about them is they use local artists on their cans. It's cool can art. And, I, mean, I appreciate good can it's art. It's like uh, album covers, right? Or something like that? It's, it's just random artists. Oh, okay. it's artists. But I mean, you brought, uh, was it IPA number six because it had a cool cloud icon on yeah. it one time? We've yeah. had them before. So have any, has any, I know, I think you've had Ransack before. Have but I? I don't know if Cinch and Sean have. So I'm curious to see what they think of it. Have at it, gentlemen. Everyone's sticking their nose into it. Taking a good sip. Let's start with Cinch. Cinch, what do you think? It tastes like beer. Cinch likes it. Sean, what do you think? <laughs> He's like Mikey. He likes it, it. It tastes like beer. I mean, at, at first notes, I don't taste anything like really um, distinguishing about it that makes okay. it different from other IPAs, but it's not. I like it. It's a solid, just regular double IPA. Mm-hmm. It's, th- yeah, it's yes. very dry on the back end. It is very dry on the back end. I love it. I could sit there and drink this all day long. Well, I couldn't because I die from alcohol <laughs> well, poisoning. Because well, it's like eight, it's like six percent, six point eight. All right, let's move on on um, to hot take questions. Who's got a question for me? Sean does. Sean, you got a question for a question? me. Sean, Sean, we're going to talk about wide receivers. Is there anything burning about wide receivers you'd like to talk about? What? You know what? Um, I'm going to feed you one. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk about the Chicago wide receivers. Hmm. Okay. Who we got in Chicago these days? Uh, Alan Robinson, we have uh, Taylor Gabriel, we have the rookie from last year, uh, Anthony Miller. Okay. And we have picked up um, Cordell Patterson, and we have, we drafted a Ridley, not the good Ridley from you know Atlanta, but uh, I think his cousin. Um, so you and I both ranked Trubisky. So I guess mm-hmm. then my question to you, from you, to you... <laughs> <laughs> would be, who are we expecting to catch the ball that you and I both think Trubisky has potential this year? I mean, I think he's going to spread it around, actually. So that's why I don't have any of the uh, wide receivers in Chicago ranked up really high. Um, Pick I one. I think uh, the highest, I mean, because of his proven uh, nature, I have Robinson just okay. because he's there. But, you know, um, Miller, the rookie, had what, 10 touchdowns last year. No, not that many. Uh, but he had a... A high rate of touchdowns uh, for a rookie, so I don't I don't see him. You know, he could be up there as well. But you know, Taylor Gabriel is the is is the you know quick guy in that in that spot, so he can he can catch the ball in in those uh, slot receiving spots. Cinch, any thoughts in Chicago? Who's the next Kevin White? Yeah, well, they got they got Hester still, right? <laughs> no. 
That's Cordell Patterson now. Do either of you guys, does anybody on that Chicago whiteout do it for you? Plus, I think Burton's going to have a good year as well. So I think he's going to spread the ball around to all of them. I won't have anyone on that team. At all? Out of the receivers. I won't have any of those guys on my team. Okay. All right. That's fair. Sage, what have you got for us that's burning? Uh, Just looking at the rankings, I I can't understand how Thielen is so low. We haven't gotten to the rankings yet, but that's that's got. We me will burning. get there, and we will give we will give you a moment. We'll give you a minute to rant on Thielen when we get there. So, so uh, what I'm hearing from Cinch is that the gentleman the gentleman would like to defer his question until later in the program. <laughs> Craig, what do you got? Um, I'd like to know from you as a Chiefs fan. Yeah. Uh, one of the Chiefs' uh, defensive backs just tore his ACL. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His Achilles tendon, just now, like an hour ago. What, what happened? Does it, does it matter? Yes. It, I always yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the rest of us, but <laughs> who? I need a name. Um, Who's that guy? It would be uh, Keith Reeser. I don't Next know who man that up. is. He's not a real guy. That's not a real name. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, yes. I'm a little less panicky now. All right. Good. Here's good. the problem: the Chiefs are going to be utilizing this year a as as part of their their work inside the stadium they are going to have a lucky seat winner who gets to play in the second half on the defense that is how bad and how thin the defense is so i'm not really i don't have the Kansas high hopes for the Kansas City defense at all so okay that's that so all right, all right. my burning hot take question has to do with um something i haven't thought of yet all right oh okay so i want to talk about the giants wide receiving core Okay, or lack thereof. Can you still call him that when there's just like one guy left? Yes, for the moment. Who is he? So, Golden Tate suspended because he wanted to have a baby. Um, Sterling Shepard has broken broken his thumb. He's probable or questionable for week one. They're probably going to put him in some sort of mechanical thing that's going to not allow him to catch the ball (laughs) at all. Yeah, it's called Eli Manning. Right. (laughs) Uh, Corey Coleman uh, tore his ACL. Corey Coleman is is done, is is done. So there is literally the what's his name's uh, kid is catching the ball there. Oh God, so now there? I'll tell you who they have left. They have Benny yeah. Fowler. Benny Fowler, yep. And Darius Slayton, who is now questionable. <laughs> what does Slayton do? My God! Oh, and the other guy, the, uh, what's his name? The Hall of Famer's kid is there. Somebody, somebody junior. Uh, oh, for the love of cheese. Who's that guy? Uh, hey, you invented him, not us. <laughs> I, while you're looking so at Hold on, I got it, I got it, I got it. Basically, all receiving sets are... Oh, Reggie White Jr. No. Oh. Reggie White's kid is there. Oh, we, you guys... Okay. Why is no one talking about Britton Golden? Britton Golden is there. Uh, he is? I don't even know who Britton Golden is. That's not true. I, I've heard the name. But. Anyhow. <laughs> you're the one guy talking the about The only it. receiver is... Yes. <laughs> so the only receiver there is Engram and Barkley out of the backfield. Yes, pretty much. So that's it. Pretty much. So what the hell are the Giants going to do? There's my burning hot take question. What the hell are the Giants going to do? Are they just going to suck? Daniel Jones. He's going to catch the ball? At Whiteout. <laughs> I don't think Eli can hit him, but that's I beside the point. Know. All right, let's move on to our rankings. So uh, this is our wide receiver rankings. Um, wide receivers are... Not super deep, not super thin. They're kind of just are. So let's just jump right into the first tier. Our, our top three are all pretty closely ranked together. Julio Jones is our consensus number one. Uh, Devontae Adams comes at number two. And DeAndre Hopkins comes in at number three. Uh, not ever, So we did have uh, one person whose name would be Craig who put Devontae Adams at number one. So Craig, I'm going to ask you to defend that in a second. 
And uh, DeAndre Hopkins was the number one on Sean and Cinch's list. So let's go right down the line. Uh, Julio Jones was my number one. So why was Julio Jones my number one? Very simple. Julio Jones had a bizarre stat that I told Cinch about the other day, which was yards per route run. They take the number of routes you actually run. Not like when you run out five yards and start blocking somebody or not when you do like a three-step lazy. Actual routes. Anyone who gets three or more is considered elite. Julio Jones led the league last year with 2.93 yards per route run. Thank you, Pro Football Focus, for that stat. That is Julio Jones does not catch touchdowns, but he catches everything else. He's going to get you yardage. If you're in a PPR, he is PPR gold. I'm not worried about it. Is anybody worried about Julio Jones? I'm um, worried about his injury history, but... How many games did he miss in the last three years? That's I'm looking question. it up. Look it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I mean, other did than... He play in- full se- I don't think he played full seasons. Other than the injury uh, risk with him, I guess it would be the back to the old regress of uh, touchdowns. You know, I mean, it, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of touch. He has a lot he, of yards. He has a lot of yards, but the touchdowns, you know, can can bring you down. I mean, a PPR, you know, really good standard brings it down a notch. Even though he did have, uh, he did uptick in in um, touchdowns last year. But All right, I think so, it was only after like week six or something like that. So the last five seasons, twenty fourteen through twenty eighteen, Julio Jones has missed a combined three games. I feel like he's been more than that. He's on the list every week. He played 16 games in 2018, 16 games in 2017, six, I'm sorry, 14 games in 2016, a full season in 2015, and 15 games in 2014. The year before that in 2013 was the year he had a significant injury. He only played in five games that year. That was the year after his breakout season. His worst season since 2014 is 1,400 yards on 129 catches. How is he not the consensus number one? Oh, wait, he is, but you don't all subscribe to that. That's where it is. But so last three years in touchdown, six, three, and eight. 1,400 yards. So it's more important to you, Unless yardage it's a, or touchdowns? If in anything but a standard league, yardage, points. What what scores points? For, I'll take 1,400 yards if he's, it's going to cost me five touchdowns. The points are there. That's 140 points in a PPR, and, and that's not counting the touches. That's just the, just in the yardage. All right, it's a fair argument. You know, it's just sometimes if you watch a Falcon game, it feels like you could go a whole 40 minutes of real time without a pass being thrown his way. That's a fair it's point. It's really He's frustrating. Feast or famine. And if you have him on your team, just one year, just one season, could be five years ago. Yeah. And, and again, he just doesn't kind of... Like he's good. He's and it, again, he's it's, good. it's it's looking at it too, because you know, I mean, Hopkins, who's the number two, uh, you know, fifteen Hopkins seventy-two yards, uh, about the same many catches, but eleven touchdowns. How many games has that, he missed in the last four years? Hopkins. Yes. I, I'm, I, I it's more than Julio Jones has missed. Well, okay. you know what though, we're not separating the two or the three or the four top guys by a lot. Right. It's very close. It's all right, you're going to pick, I'm going to pick. You'd right. rather have this guy, I'd rather have this guy. That's and again, it. there's where I come in with my, hey, look who they're playing against, you know, their defenses against uh, uh, receivers. You know, I'd rather have this guy. Fair enough. Devontae Adams was your consensus one. He's our, your one. He's our consensus two. Craig, why Devontae Adams? Uh, he was 
because I know I know Cinch loves the Packers and he loves Aaron Rodgers. Mm. So <laughs> I, I feel as if I'm being misrepresented here. <laughs> no, but I think the Packers are going to make good offensive changes this year as long as they figure out their running back. Actually, issues. to be fair, you did since your ranking issue. of Devontae Adams is lower than any of ours. That's so. right. <laughs> well, I didn't rank him 15th or anything. As long as Aaron Rodgers uh, doesn't fifth, fall think, over yeah. and break his co- other collarbone because he probably has three. Uh, but, I think I mean, that's y- gonna... you, you have Juju Smith-Schuster ranked ahead of Devontae Adams. That's kind of I a believe, hot take. I believe he's better. Wow, there's a hot take. Juju's the number one receiver on an offense that wants to throw the ball, that scores a lot of points. I want a lot of things, too. Don't and mean they're going to happen. Green Bay doesn't want to throw the ball. <laughs> well, I don't really care what Green Bay wants. <laughs> Green Bay wants to make the playoffs more often than they do, too. You know what I want? I want to hear the two of you tell me why we should draft DeAndre Hopkins, and then you're going to open a beer. So this is how, See, this is it. Can't open the beer until you defend DeAndre Hopkins. What do you, what do you, why DeAndre Hopkins? You guys rated him at number one. Tell me. I think it's easy. He's better. He's broken. There you go. <laughs> he, he's better. You, what, you want yards? He's going to have similar, if not more, yards. You want touchdowns? He has more touchdowns. Nobody, do, nobody does a better job of catching balls while falling out of bounds, tiptoeing. Get, nobody does it better than DeAndre you know Hopkins. What? Here's the thing. I've Gotta had, give him that. I've had yeah. both guys on my team. Yeah. Julio will make some great catches. There are times where he doesn't catch. I'm not saying it's an easy ball, but there's, there's balls he doesn't catch. If you have DeAndre Hopkins on your team and there's a minute 30 left in the first half and they have the ball, he's catching three balls. That's true. And if they get a touchdown, better odds than not, he's the guy scoring the touchdown. That's true. Sean? I agree with that. I just think that um, he's, he's younger. He's, um, again, just the way you see the offensive work, I think it works through Hopkins a lot more than it works through Jones. I know that's saying a little bit. But, um, you know, they still have You Freeman. trust Deshaun Watson? More more than um, oh, who they have. <laughs> I don't Matt know who Ryan. you're talking about. You're talking more, about more Julio? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Ryan. Brain fart. Sorry, guys. Uh, but, yeah, of the three, I trust I would Watson. Say, I would say so. I would say Watson over. over um, Watson. Right. Watson's a guy who, if he were to be a top three, a top five quarterback at the end of the year, no one would be stunned. He has ability. Right. It, it could happen. It's not, you know, saying <laughs> Fitz Magic. Oh, here we go. It's not saying <laughs> Fitz Magic's going to be a top five guy because that's not going to happen. He, you know, will, he will be by week eight and then after that. Not even the start. I have, to, I have to say this, and then we're opening this beer. I have to say this just because we have poked Craig so much the last two days. Bush. The, la- the last couple episodes, we have poked him so much. We have yet to discuss with Sean in the room the magic that is Blake Bortles. <laughs> what what are we going to talk about Blake Bortles? He didn't make the rankings. He's not here in the wide receiver list. He's not having any beer with us. What, why why are we talking about Blake Bortles? Why are we talking about Blake Bortles? All right. We're well, we really going to talk about license plates. We're going to talk about Nimble Giant by Trogs. I think it's called Trogs. I don't know. It's a That's beer. Something. And then that way I can stop doing the voice. But I haven't talked about Blake Bortles in a long time, so I got to talk about Blake Bortles. Now, just so you know, we're trying to split two cans of beer which is why i'm talking about people. blake bortles is because the, the, <laughs> blake the, bortles is got, non-existent listen listen we've got 32 ounces of beer and three glasses <laughs> that is not an even distribution you have yeah. 10 point something ounces here just 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 he's just a professional <laughs> i'm a professional oh actually i i formally retired from beer pouring today yeah but you were still a professional i am so. I am still. But, I, but if they don't tired. file the paperwork, you're still able to come back. Yeah, I, I might. I might post a workout video and jump out of a pool. 
So there let's see what go. happens. Hey, All right, let's see what we got. Okay, so Cinch is pointing at it. He's like, Get, pick up the glass, Sean. So it uh, is Nimble Giant. There's details uh, on the back side of it. From Trogs. Yep. Tell us, what is, um, what is it, 9%? Not to be confused with Trogs. It is 9%. 9%. Yes. 9%. You don't have to drive. You're fine. <laughs> it says once a year, so they only make this once a year? That would usually be what once a year means. Okay. It's just like randomly maybe, maybe put it's on the really can. bad, and you're only gonna buy it once a year. Sorry, guys. Uh, you know, no, it's really somebody good. drink yeah. it. Having had some just now, it's very good, and it's the kind of beer that's good, and it tastes strong at the same time, but it tastes good. So I'll read. It's a double IPA that Ooh. boasts grapefruit rind, pineapple, and honeysuckle notes, yeah, with a hint like, of I would, I would like earthy it. forest floor. Okay. And you found this at our, our hidden place that I won't say the name of on the air. Yep, mm. since it's nodding. All right, I'm stopping it. The hidden place. So, so Craig, you're the you're the flavor guy. Yeah. Yeah. What are you getting here? Hey, Craig what? really is. If he's if there's a hidden flavor there, Craig's gonna find it. Mm. I get the pineapple out of all three of those. Really, I don't. It just tastes like a good. I no, it's good. But I'm saying I can't. It's clear. I don't get clear. There's there's good light it. penetration. Real good light penetration on it. I get the pineapple it. in the middle. I could smell the pineapple. Rate it and then quick. And it kind of dries out on the bottom. Rate it. Uh, four. I like this a lot. I like I, That's four, not five. a number. Four or five. Only Cinch gets the I like it or not four like point it. Five. Four point five. All right. I like beer. All right. Speaking of people we like, the, the bottom part of this tier, there's a short drop off to our number four, who at the moment is Mike Thomas. Now, I'd like to point out really quick, we made these rankings before people are sitting out and got hurt. Well, that, that that's true. So... so Here's the question: Do we do so? Not, right behind Mike Thomas is Juju Smith-Schuster, who is, in my mind, the first person in the next tier based on our rankings. Do we move Mike Thomas behind Juju Smith-Schuster now? No. Anybody? No. 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 I think Thomas is better. I think Thomas is going to show up too. Yeah. I think they're going to get this done before the start of the season. I think they will. Okay. So, but again, you know, I thought they were going to do that with Bell. So who knows? So Smith <laughs> Smith-Schuster's well, at wait, five. Wait. So the por- the important question then is: If you have the uh, Fourth pick in the draft, say, are you going to take Thomas? Being snake bitten last year, well, well, not is that going to affect you? This three well, of the three, at least well, three of those say, spots. Don't don't. Let's know. say but if it's between Thomas and if Thomas Schuster, is the best receiver there. Yes, and you, you need know, a receiver. Well, draft him, or yes. are you going to say I'm not going to get him again? What? I would take Thomas I was, because I was snake bit. I might go Schuster. I would draft Thomas. But would you go to the next name down the list, number six, Odell Beckham Jr. No. Cinch, your thoughts on o- Odell Beckham Jr.? I think he is he is rated where he should be ranked. He's very good. I think he'll have a very good year. I think he is the first guy down. I I, I would put two guys over him right now. Okay. We're going to move on. We're not going to ask right. Craig about anything about having to do with the Cleveland Browns, so we're just going to move on. I'm just saying he compared himself to Tom Brady. Oh, here we go. He's going to talk anyway. He's just going to, he's just going we'll to discuss that later. Odell Beckham Jr. compared himself to Tom Brady? Yes. I don't think Tom Brady ever kicked a net and got hit in the head. Well, you know. So, all right. Uh, so, we had uh, uh, Beckham at six. We have Mike Evans at seven. I- I'm ashamed of all of you. Um, this is mainly because the expert list we lived, put down, believe it or not, has Mike Evans at four. No. That is disgusting. No. Mike Evans. They have Mike Evans. I I just want to just put this out. They have Mike Evans ranked ahead of Mike Thomas, ahead of Smith Schuster, ahead of Odell Beckham. Mm. No. I mean, I am tired of hearing about how good Mike Evans is going to be. I'm tired of hearing about it. 
Now, this comes up with the next name on our list is, is where we have to have some discussion because, again, we did these, these a, a week or so ago, and the next name down on our list, number eight, is Tyreek Hill. This was done literally hours before it came out that he is not going to get suspended. By the way, hashtag Britt was right the whole time about that. Um, do we have to move Tyreek Hill up now? I would move him up a little, but I still think something may come up during the year that is going to make him not. He's going to live his best life from this play. point forward. There's going to be no further issues. Uh, None. Yeah. You definitely have to move up Hill, and I am offended. Why are you offended? Because the NFL did nothing. You think they should have suspended him? I think just on bad press, just on what? looks alone, he could have gotten a two-game and no one would have argued it. He would have I, argued it. I don't think he would have argued it. For a two-game suspension for everything he got, Ray Rice punched someone, got a four-game, and then when video proof came out, well, then that was the end for him. Ray Rice admitted I, there was an issue, though, and was arrested. Tyreek Hill was not arrested or charged. My issue is... He gets nothing, and Golden Tate gets four games for a fertility drug that he was prescribed to get. But they're different policies. They're different policies. Completely different things. I still say it's it's different things, but it's still... It's still a suspension. What the heck is the difference? I mean, there is definitely a a problem there. If he's getting four games and and Hill gets nothing. My problem with the Hill thing is he had a history. Something happened in college. Wasn't the girlfriend in college. Something happened with him in college. He was kicked out of his college. He went to a second school. They would not accept him because of the background check and the information they had. So wh- whatever level you believe about it, he has a history. Okay. He so has if, a history. We, if we could agree, he has a history. Now something comes up. All right. So if he's an angel, he did nothing. This was all his wife, fiance, girlfriend, whoever, however you want to say it. If it was all her. Mm-hmm. The kid's not living with him. The kid was placed in foster care. Correct. Okay, well, where's all the court paperwork where Hill is fighting to get full custody of his kid? I, I don't think that's... I, 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 well, you know, I don't think... I mean, obviously we can debate morality all we want, but the but our, our job here is now that he's not suspended, where is he going to be? Okay, obviously. And, and obviously but, you are going to rank him higher because you had him... A, a I had lot a lower thinking than, he was going to be suspended. A lot for a lower lot of than time. any of us. So I think uh, where I had him, I had him at seventh, maybe a spot or two. But I, I don't think uh, he, he. You know, it's a big difference for me. Maybe it's a little bit bigger it, for it's you. It's a big difference for me because yep. I figured he's going to get eight games. He's going to get. So six it would games. definitely move you probably up. You know, a, Hill well, three spots. I would. Maybe. I would move him. Above Evans, I don't like Evans. Mm-hmm. I would move him above uh, Odell Beckham because mm-hmm. Hill's a guy who is going to consistently okay. do it. Where Beckham will have a great game so, and then no so game. So would you would you put him above Hopkins, Adams, Jones, Schuster, we, or we Thomas? We used to have a podcast. No. So six. No. Britt, yeah, we, we used to have a podcast. <laughs> what do you say, Britt? <laughs> I, I used to, I my my opinion used to matter. Okay, so I got I got a so lot to go there. Six there. No one is saying Tyreek Hill is innocent. Nope. What I'm saying is there is a sufficient amount of evidence that this is a setup by an individual who has financial interests at heart over the safety of her son that it is not something the NFL can act on. Tyreek Hill would have instant probable cause to sue the NFL because there is at least the possibility that he did nothing wrong. Okay, wait. In the NFL, in NFL speak, yeah. he doesn't have to do anything wrong. It could just be the impression the uh the image 
hurting the image of the NFL is correct enough to get a suspension. But who would hurt the? Who would be the person damaging the shield in that situation? Okay, but again, I'm not saying your take on it is wrong. Right. It could have been her all along doing everything. And I'm not saying it was. But I'm she saying is you not can't. An NFL player. Right. He is. If it was nothing, the Chiefs would not have sent him home, suspended him from off-season Well, they have to activity. do the investigation. But I'm saying, he was sent, he was told, stay away, don't yes, come here. because okay. the investigation had to be completed. In the, right, in the, well, real, in the world that, that Sean and I live in, when there's an investigation in art, that's what they do. You're, if you're put, you're put off of, um, you're put off of shift. Now, here's, here's the bottom line. Tyreek Hill did get kicked out of Oklahoma State in 2014. He then went and played an entire season in 2015. Where the hell was he? Uh, University of West Alabama. Very fine school. Played an entire (laughs) year there. Had no problem. Played two years for the Chiefs with no problem. Then all of a sudden this stuff comes up. People have something to gain here. This is not a clean situation. In other situations like this, we we had witnesses. We had videotape. The only thing we have is an audio tape that was doctored to put him in the worst possible light and conveniently released the day after they said they couldn't charge him. That is way too convenient. Let's accept everything Britt just said. We accept all of it. We're moving on. And the next thing I would say is you're the Chiefs fan. Yeah. You're speaking for the Chiefs now. Are you giving Tyreek Hill the six-year, $140 million contract? Right now he's got to be traded like Des Bryant. Remember when Des Bryant had all his altercations and finally Remember Jerry Des Jones Bryant? said... Oh, wait a minute. He didn't have any altercations. It was a setup. No, Des Bryant had... I'm ish- talking about Tyreek Hill. No, I'm, but I'm saying this but is you're how you... are telling me you Can I finish? To- <laughs> this was my podcast once upon a time. Okay? Listen. Des Bryant had all those altercations. He said, I want a lot of money. Jerry Jones said, I'm going to give you a lot of money. And you know what's come with that lot of money? Security. That report to me and are following you everywhere. Take it or leave it. That's what the Chiefs need to do. The Chiefs need to sit there and go, you're either completely innocent of what happened here or you dodged a bullet. It's not ours to say, but we're not taking the chance. You want the money, it's our terms. And that's what they're going to have to do. And it does not make a difference whether or not he's innocent or not. Look at Ezekiel Elliott. The dude cannot stay out of trouble. If I see Ezekiel Elliott at a country festival, of course I'm dumping my beer on him because if he slugs me, I'm rich. (laughs) I'm not an idiot. People are going to take advantage of it. Quick side. Yeah. About Zeke, and I know we're on receivers. Yeah. Quick side. Jerry Jones said that Jerry Jones' Cowboys can win all of Jerry Jones' games without Zeke. And he does not need no, no, Zeke. No. It wasn't it that you did not need a, 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 a elite running back to win a championship? That was what it you was. You don't. Or a rushing how championship. Many, so, wait a minute. How many, how many times have the, the, the Cowboys won championships without an elite rusher? Because all well, the titles in my lifetime in, came with... In general, that statement's true. Who, who Not, can remember no, the last was, time the Cowboys was, won a championship? I, mean, I was in college, go, I think. If you go back and look, the last... Hey, Walter Payton the last score rushing champion, the last, last rushing champion that, that um, won a, a, a title, I think it was... Terrell uh, Davis. Terrell Davis, yeah. With that the, year, they were 1-2. I mean, that's That a was long him and what's-his-name from Atlanta. years ago. Like, 90s, yeah, it was a long time yeah. ago. All right, so moving on, we I I, I gotta go I gotta go on yeah, my trial hill. We got another rant. Yeah, Sh- Sean is like saying Britt, we're supposed to be on the clock here. I gotta move Tyreek Hill up to uh, probably five on my list. I gotta put him behind Mike Thomas and ahead of Juju Smith Schuster. That's where I would have him now. The next name down on the list, number nine, is Antonio Brown. Um, we're all pretty level headed on Antonio Brown. Why? Why is Antonio Brown up here? Why? Why do we feel like this is gonna matter? Talent. Just talent. But he was a consensus number one last year. Yeah, but but 
but you also have to take into account the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. You have to take into account new team, different dynamic. I, I think it just lowers him. But but you know we could be wrong. I mean, you know he could be higher. So but, here's, here's... but I think you have to you have to be level headed about it. You know you have to you have to bring it down. Here's so. my issue with it is that we've got Antonio Brown at nine. The next three guys on the list I all think are better. Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, all better. That well, I, I've actually put no, T.Y. Keenan. Do think they're better? You think they're better, like athletically, or they're just on better teams? I think they're going to give me more fantasy points. Uh, garbage time could be better for the Raiders. I mean, true. You know what? How much does the coach affect it? Because I don't think Gruden is a good coach, and I think he's going to milk the clock with his running he's, game. He does taking milk the opportunities clock the away from the he receivers. Does. He does. So you, where you're saying, but late, hey, junk junk points at the end of the game. I don't not, think the opportunity will be there with the running game that they want. Uh, if it's not working out. You know, if they're still behind nine still years because... or eight years left on his deal. No, no, not him, yeah. not him. But if it's not working out and they're and they're twenty points behind, guess what? They're still chucking the ball. Yeah. But let's let's move on to that. So so we got Brown at nine and Thielen at ten. Hmm. Two of the people in this room put Thielen well outside the top ten, and that would be Sean and Craig. They put him around fourteen. Why so down on Thielen? Craig, you haven't said anything in like an hour. Um, whoa. I'm offended. Right. <laughs> yeah, Cinch has taken a very everywhere. <laughs> by the way, this is Cinch, Cinch's hot take, by the way. Why are we so down on Thielen? So wait, we're going we're gonna to give you guys a chance thing, to defend him. My hear thing from Cinch. with Thielen is that, A, he got hurt last year. B, he now has Kirk Cousins throwing for him. He had Kirk Cousins throwing last year, too. Yeah. No, he did. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, Kirk Cousins yeah, throwing last, last year. Last year? So? Yeah, yeah, it was. You sure? Yeah. Mm. You sure? Yeah. You sure? I'm that up right now. It's okay. Cousins anyway, was there all well, of last year. While he's looking that up, oh, Sean, boy. why are you down on feeling? So my reasoning is a lot more substantial. Um, In fact, based on All right, apparently. so Kirk Cousins, <laughs> Actually, said, no, Kirk Cousins said last year he was a mediocre quarterback, and he yeah. said and he said he needs to change. So you're telling me he can change? I can change. I, you I, can change. We all Thielen, can change. Thielen was on a – astronomical kind of plane i don't think uh, for the first like what four six weeks something like that and he came down and to they earth. had to throw a lot because so, so i'm here with facts so he he is he came back down to earth in the last like eight weeks Dude. of that season um so you're telling me you're gonna I, say I, that i know i have Diggs and him ranked you know high you're gonna say they're the fact that delvin the fact that Dalvin Cook got hurt didn't affect Thielen's numbers that they had to throw more. Absolutely, it did. But Absolutely. Cook got hurt in like day one. Didn't he, he did. He, did he but now he's be- so now he's coming back this year. You don't think that's going to affect and their you don't throwing think he's numbers? Get hurt again? I think. I think. I mean, because he was back last year too. But but not really. Not, no, he's not, not really. Well, he, okay, all right, well, he all right, was, all right. but not all right. really. All right, order in the court. Cinch, three minutes uninterrupted. Tell them why they're wrong. Oh, okay, so three last minutes. season, Thielen, 113 catches, 1373 yards, nine touchdowns. Yep. All right, it's a fluke because he's got this great cousins or he's got bad yeah. cousins or uh, never mind his cousins. We so all the year cousins. before, 17 with, uh, oh, hell, his Teams quarterback. Teams know him now. Who's the quarterback? Uh, he's now in uh, – yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, What were we talking he about? He was in what? Denver. Case Keenum. Case Keenum, thank Case you. Keenum. Case yes. Keenum was his quarterback. 91 receptions, 1,276 yards. That's two great seasons in a row. Mm. He only had four touchdowns that year. Okay, fine. Okay. But 
That's over 200 receptions for 2,600 yards over the last two years. You got guys that are better. Check Odell Beckham's numbers. Those numbers aren't better. He's not better. Yeah, injury injury related though. I mean, that's part of well, it. Well, you know what? Injury related or not, his numbers aren't better. We're talking about numbers. Who's given us the most numbers, the most points? Thielen okay. deserves to be Six, higher. Sixty second rebuttal. Go. Thielen's in Minnesota. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I hate. Dalvin Cook is going to take it's away a, their passing no, plays. I, I, it's it, a fair I point. Think, I think Cook is going to have a little bit more to play. I think Diggs is going to be a little bit better with that team. Um, you know. Also, it's like Mahomes thing. Like everyone knows they're going to throw a Thielen now. Yeah, and, and it's it's not a secret anymore. Of, of like I said, I think the last if you look at his, he was on an astronomical rate the first few weeks of the year. He definitely went down the last. Uh, Eight weeks, I think it was. And it was. I mean, granted, it wasn't. Uh, but so but it, I I think it's enough that guys like Hilton, Allen, and uh, Evans. Okay, I got. I got. Could be higher than him. I got to stop you. Last thought from Sensu. We got to move on. Anyone out there who drafts Thielen or had Thielen last year, I would like to draft him again this year. It all goes the way it goes. You'll see. It, he's he's a. A 10 reception for 120 yard, two touchdown a game kind of guy. And since no. just changed, changed the name of his team to Hooked on, Hook on a Thielen. No. <laughs> okay. Title of the podcast. All right, Sean, Sean, we're moving on. All right, so Thielen, we got a 10. 11, we've got T.Y. Hilton. To me, T.Y. is all about staying healthy. We'll see if he can do that. Number 12 is a little bit of a shock to me because last week year he was much higher, so I'm going to talk about that. And that's Keenan Allen. We talk about. Philip Rivers and the trying to, and the the high powered offense they're trying to get stuff Henry's back if they can get more, if they can get Gordon in the backfield with Eckler back there this could be really big but we're all a little cool on Keenan Allen and two of us me and Craig are really cool on him why are you not what what no you be quiet you it's Craig's turn to talk you sit there and drink your beer. Craig has, said, Craig has said three words, and we're a half hour in. Craig, tell me why you're not big on Keenan Allen. It's like you wrangling know, it's, cats, folks. It really is. I'm just there's a Craig, something. you're wrong. It, wow. Is it is injury history? No, no, no. It's not. Okay. Uh, is it me, the San Diego not, hate? No, not really. <laughs> I think Craig hates San Diego. I don't hate San Diego. But, like, here's the thing. For me, again, because everything that's happening in San Diego with Gordon, uh, with their tight ends, I just think their offense is just... They're not in San Diego. Yeah, what? I know. It's, they're in L.A. now. They're in San Diego. Sorry. The there's totally no San Diego. Just like the Padres. Okay, so... So, anyway, no, the, LA, the L.A. No, Chargers. Are. Sorry. Go. We're going to give Craig a break on this one because the next name down our list is somewhere we're probably going to have to move anyway. At yep. number 13, we had A.J. Green. Who's now out for eight weeks. And we're going to give Craig a break on that one because Craig needs to now defend his life because he had A.J. Green at number four. Craig, what uh, the hell? Well, that was before he got hurt. Five. Had number, I'm sorry, number five. Craig had... This so is before eight weeks he got brings hurt. him to where? Oh, Craig. Craig on. had A.J. Green... That. As the fifth best wide yep. receiver, he had him ranked again sure. ahead of Keenan Allen, T.Y. Yep. Hilton, Adam Thielen, Antonio yep. Brown, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr. How many of those people Juju are Smith on new Schuster. teams? The Bengals have a brand new new coach with a new offense that's coming from a team that made it to the Super Bowl with a high-powered offense. Everything was set up perfectly 
for him to have an outstanding year, and then he tore ligaments in his ankle. First Sean and then Sen. Sean, I'll give him a little bit of a uh, bias because it's his team, but, uh, you know, I mean, there's always, he's always has injuries concerns. He's, so you have to bring him down a little bit. You know, I mean. Well, that's my next question. Talent, talent wise, he is definitely top five, but there's just so many concerns. Quarterback. As you can see, his injury. Quarterback again. injury. All right, I want to get to cinch on I, this. I strongly disagree talent-wise he's top five, but moving on. Yeah. A.J. Green's out until may, maybe week three. Maybe week three. He's, well, yeah, because he it's six to eight weeks now. from now, yeah. and okay, he's got well, like four weeks. So, yeah, three or four I'm weeks. Saying, he's back in, say, week three, week four. Sure. Yep. Okay, Craig, new offense, new head coach, new whatever you want to say. Yep. What do you think the Bengals win this year? I think but, best case scenario, they're a seven win, and that's best case scenario. So I am just curious nine, what you think. Nine? Where yep. do you get nine wins? But see, that tells me something about how you feel about the receiver. If you think the team could overachieve to the point that no one else in the room agrees with, then I think you're overrating the receiver higher than everyone else in the room. So, yeah. Okay, I mean, we, we're done picking fair. on Craig. That's we're done fair. picking on Craig for a little bit. So we're gonna let's move on. That was number thirteen. So number fourteen is Brandon Cooks. No, we're all picking on Craig's. Uh, number fourteen is Brandon it's Cooks. It's all right. You're, who all, I, you're all Met fans, so it's true. That's we, fine. We all have our crosses. To and we are all celebrating the trade of Jason Vargas. Not all of number us. Number fourteen. We, all of us. Uh, fourteen <laughs> is Brandon Cooks, who I would move absolutely ahead of AJ Green at this point. We're all kind of in the middle of the rank about Brandon Cooks, uh, but I'm more interested in talking about number fifteen. Number uh, 15 is Robert Woods. Big Bob. Craig and I are big fans of Bob Woods. One of us in this room is not. <laughs> Sean, can you please explain to me how Bob Woods did big not make Bob your Woods. list when guys like Tyler Lockett and Kenny Galladay did? How the hell does Bob Whoa. Woods not make your ranking? Woods was by 22nd. Lockett was 20th. Okay. Well, we did 20. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. I'm Point sorry. blank question. How is Kenny Galladay ranked ahead of Robert Woods? Go. Wrong. Moving on. So <laughs> number Robert one Woods. versus number three. Number one versus number. What the hell does that even mean? Number one. Potato uh, versus chair. Gallaudet what are you talking about? Gallaudet is the number one receiver. In Detroit. In Detroit. Yeah. Okay. But in Woods, <laughs> Woods has to compete with Henry now and with uh, Allen. And with Who's Henry. Henry, the the, the, the tight, tight end. end. That's the wrong team, He's son. He's on the Rams. Uh, Rob Robert Woods plays for the Rams. Oh, Rams. Hunter Henry plays I'm for sorry. the cut. Chargers. He has cut off. Sorry. Take that glass from him. Uh, <laughs> he has entered. He's going to guard that glass. He's going to chug it now. Uh, ah. I have a quick question. A guy that wasn't ranked. Yeah. Because of injury last year. Can you save it for your final thought? I love it, but I want you to save it for your guess. final thought. Holiday will be higher oh. than Woods. I love it for your final thought, though. Let me just move because I'm just trying to get through this because we're actually almost out of time because I spent too much time yelling about Tyreek Hill. I should know better. Um, so Robert Woods, we have Amari Cooper next. Uh, everyone's big on Amari, not big, but pretty level on Amari Cooper, except for Sench. He did not rank Amari Cooper. Yes, no, he, he did. did. Yes, he Everybody's did. even on that. The next guy, Stefan Diggs, did not. Sinch did not rank. Sinch, ten seconds. Why not Diggs? You love Thielen. Is that why? Diggs is a guy that'll give you three great games and 12 miserable games. There you go. He's, so you know what that makes him? A best ball prospect, but yep. not in regular. Uh, Julian Edelman. Everyone was pretty level about Julian Edelman, except the Patriot hater that is Craig. Does he he did not play? rate him. 
Uh, yes, he does. Mm. All he does now is win Super Bowl MVPs. Some, somehow, <laughs> Calvin Ridley made it to 19. Cooper Cup came in at 20. I like Cooper Cup a lot this year. Uh, 21 was Chris Godwin. Um, sure. Let's just move on from there. <laughs> Number 22 was Kenny Galladay. Thank you, Sean. Number 23 hey. was Sterling Shepard. Who is now broken. Who is now broken again. I think he would fall out of Cinch's rankings now. Uh, 24 was Alshon Jeffrey because Craig still remembers his name. And then last was number 25 was Tyler Lockett because Sean likes Tyler Lockett and he doesn't like Robert Woods, which doesn't make a lick of sense to me. I don't get it. What, what are you putting your hands in the air? People can't see you. Lockett is going to be the audio broadcast. Lockett's number one in Seattle. I think he's going to end up with more. So what you're telling me is that Russell Wilson throwing to Tyler Lockett is worth more fantasy points than Goff throwing to Bob Woods. Oh, yeah. And you don't think that D- DK Metcalf is going to have any issues like taking away from Lockett? No, not enough. Okay, let's go to final thoughts, and I want to start with Cinch because he has a great final thought about who's missing from this list. I was just going to say for Cooper Cup, he wasn't missing. He was down at the bottom because mm-hmm. he was injured. Mm-hmm. Up until the point where he was injured, oh, great. he was very good. So is he someone who you would look to grab way higher than he's ranked because of the potential of him not being hurt? Or do you look at him as, well, he's an injury guy, he's going to get hurt again? Craig, go. Um, for me, injuries are really, really iffy. So I tend, depending how bad their injury was, I tend to stay away from them, even though I liked them before they got hurt, because I need to see how they can play. Like, I didn't think Andrew Luck was able to throw a ball. Then last year happened, I would draft him again. So I had him highest rated over a potential, you know, breakout player comeback player this year and my final thought is just that tyler lockett had 30 fewer receptions for 300 fewer yards than robert woods did last year the only thing he's got over robert woods is he had 10 touchdowns to robert woods is six no more um doug baldwin that's nice so no more offense when is Seattle had? <laughs> Seattle has not been good somebody. for a while. You remember when Rashad Penny yeah. was going to be the You know who they're going to throw to? The defensive backs on the other team because <laughs> Russell Wilson is not that good, kids. He isn't. All right. Uh, wrapping up the episode, want to thank everybody for joining us. We have one more episode, which is the always exciting tight end defensive team kicker episode. Sean, you keep gesturing like people know what that means. <laughs> no, I, I just want, I was like, did you, uh, wouldn't you like ask one, sleep, well like, said. one sleeper that, that everyone should look at? No, do we have Fantastic. time? Fantastic. Okay. Well, make time. No. 30 seconds, Sean, go time. Cinch nah. and Keel Harry, the Patriots rookie receiver. Craig, Tyler Boyd. I like Debo Samuel back to Sean. I like Pettis. Okay. As always, follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. We are at FignutsDFS on Twitter. Uh, Fignuts at FignutsDFS at gmail.com. Email us your questions. We will finish up on Saturday, I believe, with our rest of our rankings. And then next week, we will start our draft strategy stuff. I want to thank all our contributors for coming in. Uh, and really helping us out with this. This has been a lot of fun. The four-man booth is a circus, folks. It is. But it's, it's a, a circus. circus that it's that I, I love it. I love it. I actually really do enjoy it. Um, here's the here's the thing. You got The last thought I'm going to put out there is we've got to ha- we got to have a designated podcast driver 
for this because there is so much that goes on with four of us here. One of us has to stay sober just to point and keep things moving. And it's not going to be me next time. So the next time we do this, one of y'all is going to hand me a beer. Until then, thank you for joining us. Uh, Follow us in all those places I listed before. We'll be back soon. I am Britt. I'm Craig. Cinch. I'm Sean. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Take care, everybody. (laughs) 